the Word of God. Father, we thank you. Not just praying about the Word, but living in the Word. That every move we make is in the Word, and every breath we breathe is the Word. Hallelujah. It's in you we live and move and have our being. And Lord, I'm so enjoying not only the song selection that was chosen, but what Pastor Carol just ministered to us, that yes, it's part of the genetics of this house because there is a heritage. And, and Lord, the rich spiritual heritage, even from generations before in every person's life here, that there's a, a greatness and a power. Hallelujah. That, Lord, the, the seeds of our ancestors who believed are living and active as well because they were born of you. And we're grateful, Father, for our lineage and legacy. But, God, that the annals, if we, you use that language, Lord, I did. But, Lord, that the annals of heaven, the book of Acts that's still being written. But Lord, maybe not even our names. We're not concerned about our names being in it. But, Lord, oh, that, that upper room that was filled and they were praying. Where they prayed, the place was shaken. And they prayed for boldness to share Jesus. And that signs and wonders would be done in your name through everyone represented. Thank you for signs and wonders being accomplished and, and worked through your people sitting here today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Last thing I, I said last, or two, actually two weeks ago, because last week was Father's Day. But the last thing I had talked about, do you remember I held up the pack of seeds, the tomato seed, several times in that message? And it was to communicate something, how the kingdom works. Larry Randolph, a prophet of God, said this one time. He said, God is not a microwave. He's a crockpot. And he said he really demonstrates who he is because, and he said he's not somebody that's a, a quick techie or a, a instant gratification. He's a farmer. He said, God is a farmer. <laughs> Amen. And last week I concluded, or two weeks ago, it was uh, for part one of the love, the greatest of all. But it's based on evangelism and being a witness. Amen. God planted his love into our hearts by his spirit. God planted his love into our hearts by his spirit. Because by faith, he sees an orchard <laughs> of his love and provision for us and everyone we come in contact with. That's pretty good. Amen. Are you ready with uh, saturate? Would you show that for a minute, please? Vince, if you could turn the lights off, if you don't mind, please. I want you all to see this. And before uh, you can turn the lights off, but I just want to share with you. I got a call from Pastor Nancy Palmer on uh, Wednesday. And she called me to say, hey, Pastor Ray, have you heard about Saturate and Saturate USA and Saturate New Jersey? And I said, I, I, just in passing, but I, I, I didn't get it on my radar. And she said, tomorrow in Plainsboro, New Jersey, they're hosting a, an event to, to churches and to leaders to see what they believe God is, what, what they don't, they know. They know God has given them a mandate to reach New Jersey, every home, with the good news of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And my bride looked at me, and she said, well, I know where you're going to be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll get to that point in a moment. Saturate New Jersey. I just want to share with you, it's a four-minute op, and then we're going to pick it up for, the, yes, honey. Yeah, Jeremiah and I went. Go ahead, Josh. Please watch us and let it let this As come Christians, into our hearts. We recognize that our beloved country is in turmoil and needs a spiritual reawakening, the kind that leads to true repentance 
and genuine revival. Jesus said very specifically, go and bring it up a little place volume. all nations. But we have to begin first in our Jerusalem. It's not uh, one individual's responsibility, it's the church's responsibility. The church needs to leave the building to go to the city. And I guess another way to say it is it's harvest time. I mean, you're ignoring the obvious if you don't see it's harvest time. Saturate USA is a God-sized vision that seeks to take the love of the gospel to 60 million families and homes by the end of 2020 with the goal to help the church ignite repentance and revival in this country. They just increased that to 120 to million. home reached in a city because I believe it's the heart of our father. And so nothing's impossible for him. This is a vision that's helping bring the body of Christ together in ways that can only be described as divinely inspired. It can be done in America. And the time is now. This can be accomplished as long as we're obedient. Once you say go, you go. Saturate USA is helping thousands of local churches reach their nearest mission fields with free evangelistic materials, including multi-language Jesus film DVDs. The Saturate model, I think, is, is excellent. I'm like, wow, this sounds like what I love to do, this evangelism. It's exciting to me because <laughs> it's not just one organization doing it. They're blessing the local congregations where they're coming in with a heart to Get serve. Get a look at that because we're going to be doing served. it. The Saturate process is simple. Participating churches receive deliveries of DVDs and materials and mobilize That's volunteers here. to assemble thousands of packets with creative tracks, DVDs, and each church's information. Partnering churches then come together to pray, receive neighborhood maps and packets, and go into communities to distribute to homes. It was very refreshing to hear them say, God's already provided the funds for this. We just need the hands and feet. This has provided the money, the resources to release what the heart is of these different <laughs> local churches. And each of us gets our own ownership of it that we can communicate with the people in our communities. Something that one organization or one church could never do across a whole city to be able to be that personal with individuals, to meet their needs and also personally connect with them with the gospel. God is moving today. I think I have some perspective, having been at ministry for many years, and I can tell you more is happening today than was happening 50 years ago. God is pulling his body together. Well, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. It will come to fruition. It will touch lives. Our country needs to rediscover the message of the gospel, and we need to cry out in prayer for revival to sweep our land. And it's thrilling to my heart to see the synergy. We can do it as a team as we join hands and heart with other churches and other brothers and sisters, and we're communicating the gospel. We're doing it together, and we're uniting for the sake of Jesus Christ. United in love and with God on our side, one city at a time, we can win America back to Christ. Find out how you and your church can get involved in bringing the Saturate USA movement to your city. Sign up now at saturateusa.org. Okay, yeah, Vince, lights, Joshua, thank you. Hallelujah, say saturate. Yes. Maya's not up here. He's right there. Oh, Maya, come on up for a minute. Yeah, Jeremiah went with me to uh, to sit there and to be to hear from the founders and the directors of this uh, the good news of Jesus and, and and the opportunity. Come here, just share just hear from your heart what you felt and what you saw. So I went not really knowing what to expect, and then so I found that was a luncheon. It was kind of cooler. So like, yeah, we're getting food. That was great. But we, we so we go there. And at first you walk into this, you know, we went to the hotel and we saw all these like materials and like adult coloring books. I didn't even know they had that, but like kids coloring books, all these like um, Spanish books. And um, it was really cool. Like just and it was all free. And they said it's all paid for. Just if you need it, there it is. And so we sit down and we start talking to all these different pastors and um, saw past, Pastor Nan Nancy, right? Yeah, Pastor Nancy. And so then um, the leaders, they start, you know, presenting and it was, it's all of this stuff is free and they ship it here. All it takes is just actually assembling and actually going out and doing it. It's really, and I'm like, I was really like, 
it's, it's exciting because it's really not even – it's not that hard. People – oh, it was like – I was thinking people are overcomplicating evangelism. It's so simple. Just knock on the door and that's it. But you don't even have to knock. You just have to put the thing on. It's a, it has a, a gospel track in there. It has um, a Jesus, um, three movies in one in eight languages. Eight languages. It's, it's like the coolest thing ever. And so the goal is like – so we have like Magnolia, Runnymede. Haddon Heights, Glendora, and Barrington zip codes. And so the goal is to put those these things on every door in those five zip codes and to saturate those zip codes with the gospel. And it's, it's, it's awesome. It's pretty cool. Hallelujah. Now, there's a pastor of a Spanish church in Audubon that gave, stood up and gave, they asked him to give a testimony. And uh, he and his church got a hold of this. Uh, some months back, a few months back, they volunteered. And what you do is they present to the churches to adopt a, a zip code. And uh, Pastor Nancy said, she says, you know, we have a big vision. We're going to, we've adopted quite a few. <laughs> and I thought, well, if Pastor Nancy can do it, bless God, we can do it. Amen. And our Jerusalem, in, as far as physically, is the buildings in Barrington. So then I started thinking, all right, Jerusalem is the encompassing city. So we began to touch and volunteered, and none of those zip codes have been claimed so far. But we saw that they're believing for 60 million homes to be raised with the gospel of Christ. Now, there were times I thought, well, there's no, what's that, honey? Yeah, 60 million across the United States, which is only half the populace, only half of the homes. There's 120 million homes represented in the United States. That doesn't sound right, but it is. Now, what they did, what they have done is they have, uh, there's a group of Christian millionaires that said, you know what? We see the vision. We're going to finance it. We will supply and pay for all the materials for any church that wants to get on board. And and I'm thinking, wow, I got goosebumps when I heard that. And I thought, boy, you know, put your, what is it? Put your money where your mouth is. These guys are doing it, these men and women. And uh, it was exciting. I was just stirred. And I thought, I said to Pastor Nancy, I said, I think we over-spiritualize the the evangelism and over-spiritualize the gospel. We, you know, we're very natural and as human beings, amen. But as a Christian, we're very supernaturally natural. So now it's Christ in us, the hope of glory that's talking to people, touching people. Amen. Walking up to a door just to put a door hanger on. There'll be information about our, our church in there, just one thing in there. But the gospel, they can watch a movie. There'll be tracks. And listen, they have books Max Lucado has do- donated books to this out- outreach, and it's one book is called God Will Carry You Through, a free gift not to be sold. Another one is Trade Your Cares for Calm, Unlimited Supply. There's a warehouse in Trenton if we want to give them. Children's books, I Talk to God About How I Feel, in English and Spanish. An adult coloring book for your soul. That's when Maya and I saw that. It was like, what? Rutro, what's that mean? You know. So, what did we start talking about in here? We've been talking about revival. We've been praying for revival as a church. We've been talking about witnessing. We're going to continue right now. Amen. We have opportunity. And what it is, it's like, do we really have to, are we sacrificing time? No, we're redeeming it. Sacrifice is in the legalism of a religious mindset. Serving is in the mindset of a kingdom person. Loving is in the mindset of a kingdom person. Amen? So, I got a call the same day, Thursday afternoon. Thursday afternoon, hey, Pastor Ray, uh, we have two addresses here. We're a little confused on where the product's supposed to be sent. And I said, do you already have it narrowed down? She said, yes. And I said, well, usually we get product at our home, our residence, because, you know, it's definitely 
to definitely to be seen. It won't be taken off the stoop or of the church building if there's no one there. And she said, well, we have two pallets. I said, huh? What happened to a few boxes? She said, oh, no, a thousand DVDs weigh 50 pounds, and there's a thousand in every box. No, no, no. no. Well, first it was like it's up to four pallets. And she said, well, your zip codes are smaller. And listen, it's not about the populace. Like Barrington has 7,000 souls, plus or minus. But there's only like 1,800 or 2,000 residences. Okay? So all of a sudden the footwork becomes a lot smaller, but you're still impacting, they say, three to three and a half people per home. Amen? But you're, we're bringing the good news of Jesus Christ. And because there's a contact reference, that if they want to call for prayer or a visit or whatever else, that then they have a person to do it. But what do we, what do we just start? Getting a grip on the basics. What's that about? Learning how to be trained to help others grow in the faith. Amen? And we see all these dynamics just intersecting. You know, you, you have a lot of you have a cross-reference Bible. God's cross-referencing our activity. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah! Okay. The supernatural power of God. Yeah. You know, the, this is a, a truthful st- saying that people really don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You could be the wisest man or woman, the most gifted man or woman, fluently flowing in the things of the Spirit. But if love's not our motive, even Paul talked about it. He said, if I have the, the faith to raise the dead but have not love, I'm nothing. Love is the catalyst. Amen? That's what we're, that's what, that's what we're about because that's what he's about. So I just want to make some statements today. We're going to, Carol said basics. Say basics. But today's I took out news. How many of you ever eat eggs on a regular basis? Let me see your hands. Eat right eggs on a regular basis. How about bread? Anybody eat bread on a regular basis? How about chicken? Let me see. Chicken, fish. Amen. You eat stuff on a regular basis. Glory to God. Could be the same product. You may change some stuff on it, make it taste a little different, but you eat it. And it does your body good. And, and hopefully, if you prepare it right, you enjoy the tar out of that thing. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, enjoy the food and the nourishment you're going to get today. Open up to Romans ten seventeen a <laughs> Well, actually, it's all Romans ten seventeen. But I want to make a statement. The word of God is truth. It must be believed, received, conceived, and implemented. The word of God must be believed. It must be received, it must be conceived, and implemented. And then you can put it up there, Joshua. I'm using the New King James. Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Let's say it together. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Everybody, if you don't have a Bible, look at the screen and let's say it together. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now go to James chapter one, verse 22 with me, please. James chapter one, verse 22. What we saw there and what that short clip about saturate showed was after the product had arrived at a certain location, the people there at the church, or if there's a network of churches, that they all met at one place and began to bag the door hangers. But they would pray, and then, you know, they pray before they start. They get to work, have fun while they were doing it. Amen. Have fun, because what? Every bag you're packing, you're thinking, as you're actually hands-on putting things into that packet, you're saying, Father, whoever reads this packet and unfolds this packet, 
Bless God, Lord, open their eyes. I bind the veil that the devil has placed on their soul in the name of Jesus. When they touch this thing, glory to God, the anointing is going to go into them. Hallelujah. Amen. It can be exciting. As a man thinketh in his heart, Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Hallelujah. What you believe. (laughs) Glory to God's going to happen. Let's read this together again. You can read it from your Bible or if you want to be in sync. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. So you and I have a challenge. Every time we sit in the word, you read it personally or you hear it corporately. It's to do something more than just give you head knowledge. It's to give us faith knowledge. It's to give us kingdom knowledge. It's to cause you and I to become more like Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus heard the word and he implemented it. Jesus heard the word. One apostle of God, a great friend of ours in times past. He said, how, he asked the question to a, at a minister's meeting. He said, how did Jesus know who he was? He came to faith by hearing the word. And the Holy Spirit revealed to him that he was the word. Hallelujah. Wow, glory. (laughs) Oh, yeah, but he was God the Son. He stripped himself of glory. Yet he had no sin. Amen? Wow, what an amazing Savior. Verse 25 of the same chapter, guys. Let's read it together. Verse 25, Josh. Let's read it together. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty... And, and what, what continues, what continues, what continues in it. And it's not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. Remember Maynard G. Krebs? Work. A doer of the work. Which one will be blessed? Say it out loud, everybody. This one will be blessed. Therefore, I will be blessed because I'm a doer of the work. He didn't say doer of the word, doer of the work. Ha, shaka. Hallelujah. (laughs) The entrance of the word gives light. So what? So I can do the work. The light gives me knowledge of how to do the work. How to do the work of the father. Amen. Hallelujah. This one will be blessed in what he does. Yeah. Verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 18 of James, please. James has so much to talk about with faith. It's so awesome. James, chapter 2, verse 18. James says it this way. Let's read it together. Come on, this is fun. Everybody, please express yourself. Live. God breathed into us the breath of life. Let the life flow. But someone will say, you have faith, but I, but I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Oh, I believe that prayer is an important part of revival. Suit up, show up, or shut up. Don't say you care about revival if you're not willing to do the work that's necessary to have it manifest. That's a challenge to all of us. Amen? Prayer is never convenient. I don't know if you found that out. It just seems like there's so many. And it's summer. The sun finally came out. Oh, God. God, don't you know that... Lord, you shouldn't have brought the sun out on Sunday because it was so tempting just to stay out in the yard and feel the warmth of the sun, the blue sky. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. I forgot it was there. You have faith, but I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. You'll know what I believe By what I say and what I do. Don't tell me your don't tell me your religion. 
Don't talk to me about what you believe. I mean, it's good in discourse. Show me what you believe. About, yes, church is working together. Oh, I don't know. I got to protect you guys from those who don't believe in tongues. You know, we have to protect y'all. We don't want to be with those believing uh, Christians that don't believe so much in the Holy Spirit for today. I don't want you to get any tears in you. No, man, this is the body of Christ. You washed in the blood, hmm, hook up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going for a ride. <laughs> We're going to give hell a headache. We're going to have Baptists and Presbyterians and Methodists and Pentecostals and Charismatics and Catholics joining arm in arm, taking the land for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Well, I don't want them to get exposed to wrong doctrine. Don't worry about it. God knows how to clean fish. A fish, amen. All right. Faith is not only what we believe. Faith is what we do. You know, I, I never thought about, I mean, it's common in churches and pastors to always be encouraging their people to show up, come, please come to pray. Like, you shouldn't have to be badgered. You shouldn't have to be browbeat. There's something in everyone's DNA in this room. But you need to understand, we have an enemy. And we have, if, if we're confused, then I think sometimes there's a challenge on our priorities. We get confused on priorities because what are we doing for eternity's sake? God doesn't want us. Solomon addressed it. Solomon, when you read Ecclesiastes, it's amazing what Solomon reveals about his own life in there. Bottom line at the end, he said, I've learned this with all my life journey experiencing the glories of mankind, the richest man that ever lived on the planet, 700 wives, 300 concubines. God is crazy. <laughs> That's a lot of credit cards. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, how many mother-in-laws did he have? Dear Lord Jesus. Mother-in-laws are a blessing. Come on, guys. Every, every man say it today. Mother-in-laws are a blessing. <laughs> so faith is not only what we believe. Faith is what we do. Galatians 5, 6, the second part of that verse says, but faith working through love. Say faith working through love. Guys, God wants to see his faith, his faith, working in us through his love. But there has to be a partnership here. We have to say, Father, not my will be done, but your will be done. So the devil wants to put a bad taste in your mouth of being, think, of making you, A, feel like you're being badgered about prayer. It's not convenient. We're tired. We've got a lot of other things. No, you take an, an I, you and I, taking our place on the wall together, that there's a spiritual power. There's a, a kingdom function that we all are called to do and called to be. Amen. Uh, Pastor, I thank you for truth. You're, you're welcome. We must have faith in the word. And I, I shared this recently, but I want you to write this down. I think it'll really help you. We must have faith in the word, the work, the process, and the progress. I'll repeat it. We, we, together, but you can personalize it if you write it down. I must have faith in the word. In the work, comma. The process. And the progress. Jesus gives us the teaching. 
He makes it real clear. A seed is planted in the earth. The farmer plants it, and he goes to sleep at night, not worrying about how it's going to grow because he understands the laws of farming. He or she, amen, but in context, it's a he. He goes to bed at night, doesn't worry about it, comes out, makes sure the necessary things are there to keep predators away from his seed, that the thieves don't come to steal, amen, his harvest, and his sustenance. He eats the first fruit of that for his family, the food, the crops, amen. But he sells the rest because he wants to have increased glory to God. He stores it in barns. Yeah, of course. First, that's right. The first fruits in, he, in, in Hebrew culture, the first fruits of product and resources and, and livestock went to the Lord. Went to the Levites, Amen. Thank you, hon. You're right. You must have faith in the word, the work, the process, and the progress. God promises you and I something. That when we hear and obey, that if we're willing and obedient, we'll eat the good of the land. Isaiah 119. Say willing and obedient. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That alone should be stir something in your spirit and in your soul. Wait a minute. If I'm willing and obedient, I'll eat the good of the land? Absolute assured. God is not a man that he should lie. He absolutely puts his seal on this deal. God signed it with the blood of his son in a covenant. The willing and obedient will eat the good of the land. Now, when we're coming from all of our different backgrounds, even to this day, whether you're being in good news, charismatic circles, Pentecostals, religious denominations, what is going to cause you and I to grow more into Christ? Yes, personal dis disciplines, personal devotions. But the corporate assembly is where we really get chiseled, guys. And the corporate assembly is where you really get perfected because you can't hide in your prayer closet. You have to begin to interact with the other cells. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So the word we have to have faith in, the work, which means, okay, I have to go to prayer. How about trying that mantra? I need to be at prayer. Faith calls to things that are not as though they are because they have been and will be. I am a man of prayer. Yeah. <sighs> I got to show up. Well, I don't know how to pray. Learn! Thank God for tongues. Glory to God. Nobody said you had to lead the prayer meeting. Just be part of it. Let's follow, let's, let's trust the anointing on the, whoever's come, uh, been assigned to guide, to hear from God for that night. Huh? Lord, what do you need done? We're always worried about our problems, worried about life, society, our marriages, our families, this, that, the other thing, finances. Hey, what's prayer about? Father, what do you need? What do you need? I need sons and daughters who love me with all their hearts, soul, mind, and strength. Sons and daughters who will put aside their agendas and embrace mine. Hallelujah. Say, we are all called to be a witness and evangelize. Look at Acts 1.8, Josh. I told you we're going to be eating some manna that we've eaten before, but it's fresh. Acts 1 8. 
I believe that everybody in here longs to embrace and experience the anointing, the dokes of God, the presence of God. His dokes is upon this meeting right now and has been upon this assembly. His weighty presence is here. Glory to God. To what? To sit on us. Lord, sit on us, please. Sit on us, Holy Spirit, like you did in that upper room. Sit on us and turn us on fire. Glory to God. Change us from one way of living to another. (laughs) Glory. Let's read it together. But you. Come on. I can't hear you guys. Come on. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses. Glory to God to me. In Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Not a little dab, do you? This is not a Brill Cream anointing. Some of you remember Brill Cream. Come on. I know a few years though. It was a hair gel for men. A little dab, do you? I don't need it. We don't need a little Brill Cream anointing. God says, you're going to receive the very dunamis of the Father. You shall receive dunamis, miraculous ability, miraculous power when he comes upon you. Patty. Am I preaching the word or not? You shall receive power. Whoa. What are you talking about, Jesus? We're going to receive dunamis. The works that I do, what starts happening? The Holy Spirit starts reminding them the things that Jesus had said and instilled into them. The works I, sh- I, I do, you shall do and greater because I go to my Father. Well, how's that going to happen? When you receive power. That's when it happens. Well, I gave my heart to Jesus. Did you receive power? When the Holy Ghost came upon you. It's a good question. Good question. Where is dunamis in my life? You want a reason to pray? Where's the dunamis of God in your life? In our lives. Miraculous ability. What's that mean? It's beyond our ability. It's supernatural Holy Ghost power and supply. It's the wisdom of God through the word and by the spirit. Hallelujah. Power. Supernatural power. Hallelujah. When you're going to lay hands on somebody and they're sick, it's not like I hope this works. It's like faith of God in you saying, I'm going to lay hands on you. I'm a believer. The Bible says, lay, I've told people this. The Bible says, lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. And I'm a believer. I believe that if I lay hands on you, you're going to recover. Do you believe the words of Jesus? Yeah. Honestly, almost no one would reject prayer unless they have a demon. Sinner folk, don't accept prayer. Folks are becoming more desperate. And you and I have the answer. Amen. All right, let's go to Corinthians chapter 3. Woo! Hallelujah. I'm getting it again, guys. I'm not retiring, I'm a refiring. Hallelujah. Say refire. You ain't done yet. Listen, if you're not looking up at the grass, God's got reason and purpose for you. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse one. Let's read it together. I love this when we read in unison. Please read it out loud. Do we begin again to commend ourselves? Or do we need, as some others, 
epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you. Next verse. You are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Next, last, next, verse 3. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ. Ministered by your leaders. Written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God. Not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh. That is of the heart. Paul said, you are clearly an epistle of Christ ministered by us. We need our leaders. We need spiritual leaders. God placed them in the body for this purpose. To equip the saints for the work of ministry. Not for the pew of of knowledge. For the work of ministry. I need knowledge to do the work of the Father. I need encouragement to do the work of the Father. Sometimes I need comforting. In the journey. Amen. Thank God for the comfort. I need to, we need encouragement. We need edification. We need exhortation. Come on, get out. You can do it. That's not harsh. Come on, you can do this. Everybody in here, you can show up in prayer. You can show up. At least, if you've not been doing it actively, two times a month, start somewhere. Once a month, bless God. Hallelujah. Be careful. Caution. If you come to prayer, you could be blessed. (laughs) Caution. If you obey the word of God in its light, you could experience something you never experienced before. Maybe prayer is where the father's heart is revealed. Maybe it's in prayer we experience the heart of Holy Spirit for the now. And maybe, particularly for your work in the kingdom with the local branch of believers, it's in corporate prayer where your piece of the puzzle is revealed and made known. Well, glory. Well, that should encourage me to be. I I need to make changes. Chapter 5, verse 20 of of 2 Corinthians, please. Do you love the word? Say, I love the word. All right, let's read this together. Paul, picking up again from verse 17. Any man found in Christ is a new creation, a new species, a species that never existed before. An eternal species, but now an an eternal species that has eternal life. Come on. Now then, let's read it together. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. It's more than a title. The title reveals a function and job description in God's kingdom. If you are a son of God or a daughter of God this right now, you cannot reject this or you reject. You can choose, pick and choose any part of scripture you want to reject. We're to embrace all the word of God. I am an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ. Being an ambassador requires great responsibility and knowledge and faith. Amen? Amen. So where am I going to get, how am I going to learn my responsibility as an ambassador? Where where am I going to find the information? In the word 
in the preaching and the teaching. Faith cometh how? By hearing and hearing the words of Christ. Jesus said, now listen, listen to this. In Ephesians chapter 4, when it talks about in Ephesians 4, 11, Now, God gave some. Literally means Jesus of himself. Jesus of himself gave some to be apostles. Of himself gave some to be prophets in the church. Of himself gave some to be evangelists in the church. Of himself gave some to be pastors in the church of God. Of himself gave some to be teachers in the kingdom of God, the body of Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ as though we were pleading through as he as God was pleading through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Now listen, I exercised this at a coffee house in the early eighties. I literally took this verse at its at its word. And it was a coffee house and they said, Throw the net out. <sighs> okay. I'm an ambassador. Just thinking about the word, like oh, I'm an ambassador for Christ. Okay. Tonight I plead with you. This is what this is how I did. Say faith. I plead with you tonight and implore you on behalf of Christ. Be reconciled to God. Lord, if, if you don't know Jesus here tonight, not one person resolved. Not one person came up and I called him. My heart was broken. I thought I missed it. I didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. Amen? I took this literally, threw it out there by faith. Everyone in that room heard that cry. But you know what? What I didn't realize is that seed of the sincerity of the planting of the word in their heart. Maybe they didn't come up in that meeting, but they are coming up somewhere. Because one plants, another waters, God gives the increase. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. First Peter 3, 9. Say, saturate New Jersey. Jersey. We're going to get it done. We're going to take our five zip codes that I volunteered all of us for. I know you love me. Amen. We can all get involved with packaging these door hangers. We'll, what are you? Remember that in creation in the concerts? We got together at our house. I forget how many people came, set up tables inside our our little house, and we began to stuff envelopes and things. And this brought me back to our beginnings where we started and helping other ministers. Hallelujah. Amen. That's pretty cool. First Peter three, nine, let's read this together. Not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. Um, that's not it. What do you have? up? There? That's a good verse. First Peter. Is that it? Try Second Peter three nine. Maybe I put it in my in here wrong. wrong. Throw Second Peter three nine. That's a good verse. Anyway, we claim it. <laughs> Say I claim it. <laughs> Second Peter three. There we go. That was a typo. 
2 Peter 3, 9, but it was a good one. Let's read this together. The Lord is not slack. I can't hear everybody. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Say it's harvest time. Would you all agree that we, we, there's changes we have to make in every one of our life to be a doer of the work. Amen. But I, I, one thing God promises you and I, there is such great reward when we believe and we comply. Coming out to prayer. Believing for a harvest, praying for a revival. Praying for each other that the destiny that he has for every one of us in this room will come to pass. A greater joy. The Bible says to prefer one another. Amen. Love one another. Prefer one another. Because the law of the kingdom is, if I am looking out for you, by default, God blesses me. If I choose someone else and and my heart is that you be successful, I'm already successful because I'm living the life of Jesus. Jesus' whole purpose was to help those who were following him become the success the Father wanted them to be. That was Jesus' reward. Do you remember in Luke chapter 10 when the 70 came back and they were all excited and said, Lord, even demons are subject to us in your name. We were praying for the eyes of the blind open. All this stuff was happening in Jesus. And the Bible says Jesus rejoiced. Glory to God. He just started. Man, they're doing it by faith and on credit. Because they're not even born again yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. They're doing it by faith and obedience and credit. Credit of the, res- of, of the cross and credit of the resurrection. He rejoiced. Because they were beginning to model the lifestyle that he had demonstrated before. We are excited about Saturate New Jersey. And you know what? God's going to open up doors of opportunity. I'm telling you what? It is going to be so awesome. It really is. Don't say, well, what about my zip code? We're going to pray for every zip code. Now, you saw on that thing where they were believing for $60 million. Yeah, for $60 million. Yeah, it's, it, that's another thing in the kingdom. It's like we get a job done, we celebrate the victory, and then we go about our lives. How about this? Well, part of my responsibility now, having sat under there and our, as a leader, is to endeavor to network with other pastors in Barrington, Runnymede, Haddon Heights, where we're getting zip codes. We adopted the zip codes, but to share the wealth and the labor. If every person doesn't come to good news, I don't want them to get saved. How idiotic is that? If there was a spirit-filled church on every other corner or every corner, it wouldn't matter. What it would be to me would be like, oh, my God, God's getting ready to pop the cork. There's going to be such a harvest. He's going to fill every place. Uh, But what about me? I don't live. I died April 3rd, 23rd, 1974. 7.30 in the morning, bless God, the stake was put in the ground. (laughs) Dead. Here lies Ray Shannon. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And if you have your getting grip on the basics this Wednesday, I know the forums are coming up. We Listen, feed on the word of God. Feast on the uh, corporate anointing. Friday night from 7 o'clock, we'll probably have two sessions. And then Saturday next week, uh, probably three sessions. People are coming from, where was it? Michigan, is it? And New England. Folks are coming from New England and Michigan to be in the meetings. Because they got addicted to what is going on up in New Hampshire. 
in the other areas. And so they're coming here. And when addiction starts here, they're going to be going there. It's going to be spreading. It, it absolutely will. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So please, if you would, stand to your feet. I hope that the, to date and the message and the, what you're hearing, you and I are hearing. Because I believe it's going into good ground. Not only good news is good ground. Let me say this. Good news is good ground because you're here. Jesus is here first, but you're here. Say amen. I was going to have you say something, but you know, and that, that's the truth. The reason good news is good ground is because of him and you. What do you have, They're part of the inserts that we can put in there. Who was he? A lot of people don't even know who Jesus is. They don't even know that he's God, the son. They don't know who he is. Dreams. Everyone dreams. Dot org. Wow. Stuff with Martin Luther King in here. Mm -hmm. This is so well done. Reaching every race. Culture. Culture. This is, I, I, this is, I didn't even go through any of this. I didn't see uh-huh. it. I didn't see it. <laughs> and then we're going to put something in here with, are we getting pallets of them, the stuff? Not, no, the, the books we have to go to Trenton for. We're going to Trenton, dear. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to Trenton in my car. We're going to need a truck. Anybody in here have a truck? <laughs> Bob, Dennis, Tim. We're going to we're going to Trenton. We're going we are going to Trenton. Listen. Harvest is I read Genesis chapter one today. Ooh. Uh, I'm sorry, I never forgiveness the forgiveness. I never finished the story of the Spanish pastor in Audubon. They broke. They break this down. They have this all on computer. They know exactly how many homes, how many people, the, the demographics of every town. The pastor, a Spanish church in Audubon, they embraced it. They took responsibility of their zip code. They got all the product. Their church is not a large church, probably about our size. They networked together. They put the packages together. They arranged the Saturday. They invaded Audubon, every door got the gospel of Christ. Now, this is what the pastor said. He said, and I I think it was online or whatever else, but somewhere the comments that began to come in from people that said, you know, and, and the church, they made this statement too, that most Christians don't want to go to door to door because the Mormons are there and the Jehovah's Witnesses do it, then they probably will reject us right away. He said this, the cults are growing at 70 some percent. The Christian church is growing at 12. Um, we, I heard this um, through uh, a, a, an evangelist. He said in the past, oh, Jesus, help me. Um, 10 or 20 years, the attendance of churches has decreased 50%. Yeah. Look around church. Yeah. Look around here. Do you know pe- many people we know that are not going to church yeah. that are Christians? Mm-hmm. And this is why we need to start oh. huh? no, pedaling. Go ahead. No, not pedaling. Our feet. Our yeah, feet. taking our feet. Here's the last part of what the pastor shared in Audubon. He said, we're uh, we're a Spanish church. Our congregation is Spanish. We preach and teach in Spanish. Now, because of this outreach, not bilingual folks, English people are coming to our church, and we need an interpreter from Spanish to English. (laughs) How cool is that? You know, one of the things is a Jesus film. I know this one was given out some years ago, and it's absolutely excellent. It's in English, Spanish, French, Arabic, Mandarin, Hindi, Hindi, 
<coughs> What's the Yurdu? Yurdu? What is it? Yurdu? And Vietnamese. What's your do? This is my do. What's your do? <laughs> no, but what? Okay. Okay, look it up for yourself. Your do. Um, Bill Bright's, which I love, Four Spiritual Laws. I love it. We're going to put information about our church in here, too. So we got we to gotta get busy back there, Tim. We got to put information about our church in here. And... We'll go over this again. I'm going to, yeah. This is awesome. Say, this is awesome. Fruit. Say this, fruit. Listen, I'm excited about this because this is a chance. It's non-confrontational. We need to be foot soldiers taking the gospel out. Amen? Letting the tools that we have do the talking. But we're going to believe for interaction with, with the neighborhoods. Amen? And just to share the love of God with them. It's not about building good news. It's about winning souls and building kingdom. Amen? Good news will grow. Jesus said, hey, unless I build the house, you labor in vain. Build my house. I'll take care of yours. Amen? I'm going to close this with prayer. I'll close it with prayer. Be, feel free to come up and just look at this, but don't take it, Okay. Look at, look at what we can go up to Trenton and get, and we can give these things out, too, as we're, we're doing our footwork and being ambassadors and going out there. Amen? Yeah. Amen. It's going to be so much fun. The other thing is, too, we're going to have fun. We can, we can eat Balance healthy chips. food here while we pack up those, um, Cheetos. what do you call these, um, door hangers, okay, as we pack them and put them together. Pizza. No, salads with chicken on it, tuna, come on, yeah. Cheesesteaks? Goya products. Anyway, Goya products, but listen, we're going we're gonna to end in prayer, okay? Yeah. Don't forget right afterwards if I can have all the department head leaders up front here. And, um, yeah, we just want to bless all you guys and bless the word that you heard pray for the power. We're going to pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to come and absolutely infuse and defuse. Okay. And that we have a freshness of a spirit, that song that we sang today, that, um, every chain must be broken. Every stronghold must come down. Every chain must be broken. Strongholds must be broken. And what was the high? However, okay, you guys have got it. Every stronghold shall be Be broken. broken. Yeah. So you wear the victor's crown. You have overcome. You have overcome. Every high thing must come down, y'all. Okay. So that song. I'm praying for the release of the power of it, that when you walk out of here, you continue to walk in it. You continue to walk in the strength of the Lord. What is this strength? The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. Lord. So, Father, we just lift our hands to you in adoration, gratitude, and total surrender, saying that you are Lord over our lives. You are the King of kings. You are the only God that there is to ever, ever, and forever worship and adore. You are the great I am. You are Elohim. You are forever and ever and ever. You have no beginning and there is no end in you. You have created all things that we have seen and things beyond that we have not seen, Lord. But you have created everything by the power of your word. And we thank you for it, Lord, that you had us in your heart and in your thoughts. In eternity, you carried us. And for this day, we have been born so that we can occupy and be the ambassadors that you've called us to be. Father, I pray that the power of this word and the anointing upon this word 
would do a, a tremendous work in our hearts to change us, that we would be conformed into the image of who you are, that we are called for such a time as this to be carriers of your word and doers of your word, that we will work your word as we go. We thank you, Father, that it's an opportunity and a privilege to come before you in prayer and pray and beseech you and pull down the powers of darkness so that the kingdom of light can go forth in the power of the name of Jesus. Father, we bless your people as they go. And, Father, that they walk knowing that they have a conqueror's crown because of Jesus. Hallelujah. And Father, we are going to have a crown, a soul winner's crown when we go to heaven. Yes, Lord. And we're going to have jewels in that crown, Lord, for the glory and honor of your name, that every jewel will glorify you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the cross and the life that you pay, paid, the price that you paid for us. That every jewel will glorify and shine the name of Jesus and the great I am. We thank you, Father, for all the treasures, the harvest field, Father, that you're sending us out to. In Jesus' mighty name. And we all agree and say, amen, amen. amen. Can we all give a shout? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To the Lord God Almighty, amen. That's a shout. That's a warrior shout. Amen. Till there's no breath left in you. <laughs> Be blessed as you go.